Welcome to the business of being well. If you're a hands-on practitioner who wants to grow a profitable business without working your life away, you're in the right place. So sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. I'm here today with a very popular person amongst the Aligned Women community. Her name is Erica Hoffer. Erica, uh, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about who you are and what you do. And then I'll, I'll share more, or you can share more about why you are so popular with Aligned Women. Oh man. Well, thank you so much, Danielle, for having me. As you said, I am Erica Hoffer of Erica Hoffer Design, and I am a social media manager for mom-focused chiropractors. Um, and I focus, I actually, my favorite clients are clients of yours because they know what it's like to have a true work and life balance and how beneficial it can be just to outsource their social media stuff. But when I am not creating content for my ideal clients, I am a mom to three littles. They are ages one to six. I'm a wife to Taylor and I really enjoy working on our home reno and outside as well. And we joke that productivity is my love language. So be careful if you share your to-do list with me because I may help you accomplish just about everything on it. Is that just a skill that you've always had or something that you developed over time? Uh, I'm a typical firstborn in home videos. You can see me bossing around my sisters to be very efficient and get the cleanups done and all that. So it's I'm the firstborn too. And I, I don't typically think of myself as bossy, but I don't think that my husband would agree with that statement. Um, and I, I also got some feedback recently from someone in my local community that I was bossy. And I was like, am I, am I being bossy? Am I bossy? Huh. I prefer well. encourager. <laughs> That's a good way to reframe it. <laughs> so tell me, how did you get started doing the work that you do now with chiropractors? So um, my personal chiropractor found out that I was good at it. I was consistent on my personal pages and I really believed in what they did and sent them many referrals. So we just decided that one day she called me up and was like, Hey, do you want to do this for me officially? And I was like, yes. And I just realized that I really liked it. I loved helping mom focused chiropractors in particular carving out their positive portion of the internet because sometimes it can be really polarizing obviously but because your veterinarian your gas station your grocery store your hairstylist because they all are present on social media in your feed I think that your chiropractor should definitely have carve out their space as well so uh word kind of spread what they were doing that I was helping them with their strategy and their content and making everything on brand and here I am I get you turned it into a business. Yeah. 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 I started hearing about you. Um, gosh, maybe two or three years ago now. It's, it seems like quite a while. All of 2020 was essentially a time warp. Yes. <laughs> and um, there are often things I think of lately, like a memory comes up and I'm like, oh yeah, that was just a few months ago. And then I'm like, oh shoot, that was 2019. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yes. Yes. Um, so it could have been four years or two years ago that I started hearing your name and people were just raving about um, delegating their social media content creation 
to you. And then I was looking at like, you know, okay, I'm looking at their, at their pages. I'm looking at, or I would see posts pop up in my own feed. And I'm like, this, it seems like the person who I know owns this business wrote this post. That's amazing <laughs> because a lot of, a lot of times when people hire or utilize services that create content for them, the content is all the same from one practice to another practice. It's, it's like identical. And you're just essentially buying the rights to use the content that they created. And it's typically ugly. It's like black and red and white with, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with those colors, right? They can be used really tastefully, but um, pictures of like spines that look like robots. And sometimes there's lightning bolts with, you know, um, impinged nerves that are inflamed yes. and red. Yep. Yeah. And your and content that you create for your people doesn't look like that. Yeah. Let's talk I, about why. Why doesn't that work, first of all? Because it kind of goes, especially when you're buying something that's mass produced, you kind of fall into the trap of when everyone's responsible, no one's responsible. So you're basically casting your net in a huge in a huge way, which you actually don't want. Because as you say, not everyone with the spine and that's breathing is your client, believe it or not. Yep. <laughs> um, so the reason that you were hit in a good way by my, by my work is probably because I value chemistry with my clients. So when we're talking, when we're having a discovery call, I'm making sure that we are on the same page and that they are okay with me taking uh, creative liberty to talk in their voice. So I want to make sure that we're on the same wavelength, that I know their ideal client avatar very clearly, and that I can really take it off of their plate and talk like them. And I also give them the option of, you know, every month to look over their content. And if we get on the same page and they like what I'm writing in their voice, then, then we really build the trust and they're not making any edits. You just hit a big nail on the head there when you said trust, because it can take a lot of trust to turn over your social media content creation, but then also like having people see it <laughs> um, because you want to show up as yourself on social media or anywhere online, really. You want to be real and be authentic, but you also don't want to spend all day, every day, creating content. So yeah, the trust, the trust piece is huge. Um, and, and I think again, that just speaks to, well, of course, who you are and why people love you so much, but, um, also why other things sometimes don't work because you're not building a relationship with someone that's doing the work for you. You're just getting content created. It's been created for everyone and you're getting the rights to use it. Right, it's completely right. different. Yep. So, well, we've kind of touched on this already, but one of the things I wanted to ask you to speak about today was the biggest mistakes that you see people, chiropractors specifically, make in regard to marketing in general and also more specifically on marketing in social media. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, I mean, we did kind of cover that they're too generic. Um yeah, you're using something for the masses. You are showing them that you have back pain because you are misaligned. 
Great. <laughs> Your face, when you say that out loud, it's just like, it describes exactly how I feel. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So we did kind of cover that, but um, consistency and inconsistency in particular is the main issue that clients are coming to me with. I had one client tell me very, very upfront that their social media presence is, is based on their emotional mood. You know, that's if they, if they're happy and doing good, they are having really on point graphics and captions and are consistent. But if they're having a rough week, rough month, rough year, like last year, yeah, then, um, you know, their social media is showing it. And they were very honest about that. So I totally get that there are so many factors that contribute to the inconsistency. And most of it is having to do with not knowing what in the world to post um, and not wanting to be vulnerable are the yep. two main ones. Yes. I would add a third one to that. If you get over those, those first two obstacles, and then you are posting consistently that maybe you do it for a month and you don't see results from it, that you quit. Yes. And that's a huge mistake. Okay. So I shared this with you when we've chatted before in 2019, I accidentally, really accidentally surveyed over 900 chiropractors. I know that sounds crazy. But this is what <laughs> happened. Um, and asked them what their biggest obstacle was in regards to marketing. What is their biggest challenge in marketing? And we didn't, because I wasn't intending to actually make this a survey. I realized later, like, oh my gosh, I just conducted the survey. I should have been documenting this. My estimate is that roughly 95% of over 900 chiropractors said their biggest challenge with marketing their practice was to be consistent. And my feeble little mind was blown because I was like, surely it's not knowing what to post on social media or um, the fear of putting themselves out there. And that did come up sometimes, but hands down, the vast, vast majority of people said they just struggled to be consistent. Why is it so hard to be consistent? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I have lots to say about that, but what are your thoughts? I think it is overwhelm. Um, and yeah, and, and having it be focused on feeling and not, um, you know, not your mission and vision. So, and carving out time for it. So I've gotten around those issues by creating monthly content requests, which you don't have to hire me to do that. You can do that on your own. So chipping away at it is the best way to do it. So I, I have themed months that I go through with my clients based on their ideal client avatar. So that can be pregnancy, birth options, breastfeeding, postpartum, infant chiropractic. Breaking those up into digestible chunks each month is just a great way to get your base content down. So take a half an hour and write down everything you want people to know about breastfeeding. You have that content, you can break it up and then reuse it again in six months. So I facilitate that and people tend to like that. I send you about 10 questions, you answer them and lo and behold, all of my clients have these amazing answers to these questions because it is in their brains. They just need to help extracting it. So I'd say intentional time set aside is how you overcome the inconsistency issue because then you have used your brain power one time and now you have the content. I, I've advocated for years now making time for marketing, which 
really sounds obvious, right? When you, when you hear it, it's like, oh, duh. Yeah. yeah. How are you going to get it done if you don't make time for it? But truthfully, what happens is that even when people reserve time on their calendar to work on creating social media content, for example, there's a hundred other things that comes to their mind that they would rather do than do that. So they don't, they go get a coffee instead, or they zone out scrolling on social media. Um, they're just doing other things than the thing that needed to be done during that time. Um, and again, there's a lot that could be said about why we do that, you know, avoidance of the things that actually move us toward our goals, fear of success, all of that stuff. Um, but what I love about what you do and how you work with your clients is that you, because you give them the questions that you want to have them answer to get the information out of their head and into a written format, you then are giving them accountability to getting it done. When they know that there's someone there waiting for it to happen, most chiropractors are, well, specifically women who are chiropractors are obligers and rebels. <laughs> rebels <laughs> are really challenging to get them to do things because they'll just not want to do what you tell them to do. However, for the obliger, having accountability is key. So if you're listening and you struggle to commit, you struggle to stay consistent, you struggle to do the things that you know that you want to or could be doing, accountability is going to be your best friend. You need an accountability partner, um, a coach, you need someone that helps keep you on track, a mastermind, something, or an Erica, yeah. <laughs> like next on your um, email inbox door and says, hello, I'm waiting for you to get this done. Yes. I call myself the queen of friendly reminders because I, I truly am coming at it with a kind heart, but I'm also enforcing it. So if you, if you work with me, you will get many friendly reminders. So how do you measure success for someone that you work with? Like, how do they know that their social media content is working or not working? Good question. Um, I mean, because we know that they can't just do it for one month and expect to have a $200,000 practice. Yes. <laughs> so in some ways, I, for, I forget what, what web host it is, but it, their slogan is a website makes it real or something like that. So I think that having having people come to their appointments and be like, yeah, I saw, I saw on social media, you X, Y, Z on Facebook, on Instagram, um, getting, obviously getting interaction is great. Um, you know, likes, shares, comments, but having, being able to have someone come to your site and see, oh, they posted three days ago that no matter what it was, that is worth a lot. So I think knowing just being able to see that that you are consistent you can scroll <laughs> you can scroll and you can see that you have been active and it wasn't just a um you know back in three months ago you have an opening at 3 p.m and that was the last thing that you posted yeah i mean from the the outsider's perspective if you go to a social media page like a facebook page I've used the example of a restaurant before. I went to a restaurant Facebook page. This was a couple of years ago. It was before the pandemic. They had nothing on their page since like 2017, maybe earlier than that. 
And I was like, oh, I guess they're closed. I, I don't think that they're open anymore. Um, so we went someplace else. Well, then later I find out that restaurant actually is open. And I just assumed that they weren't because there was nothing current on their social media. Yes. Well, I think that's probably even more important now since the pandemic. I mean, because everyone's talking about the effect of the pandemic on small businesses, lockdowns on small businesses. Um, yeah, someone could just easily assume that you're no longer in business if, yes. there's, if you're not current. If you're not, yeah, if I don't know if current is really the word I want to use, but <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. If you, if you haven't posted anything since 2018. Yep. It's a bad first impression because we all know that the first thing you do is going to probably look at a website for for anything, for any service-based business. And yeah, you want, you want to have, make a great first impression. And majority of the time that is on the interwebs. Okay, great. All right. So, you know, I could talk about marketing all day, probably every day. I might eventually get tired of it if I did talk about it 24 seven. Um, but if I had someone else like, you know, like you that I'm able to engage with and that person's excited, then I would just probably keep going on and on. What else do you want to share with our, with our audience about how to make social media easy? Yeah, I, I think that outsourcing for a, a certain, maybe six, maybe it's six months or whatever to help get you on track is great. But right now you can focus on something that no one else can do for you, which is basically the lifestyle marketing It's the day-to-day -day stuff that's going on in your practice that you can share. So I call it the post appointment post. So you take two minutes after, an, after one of your appointments and you post about what you talked about. If one person asks you a question, there's chance, you know, whatever, you know, there's chances that 10 other people are wondering about it. So yeah. it's the two minute, two minute post appointment post. Start with that. It's easy. You have your content right there. I just started doing this myself. Isn't that crazy? I, I think it was maybe about a month, two months ago where I was like, you know, I have literally hundreds, if not thousands of hours of video content recorded of me solving, helping to solve problems for hands-on practitioners over and over and over again. And it's just all sitting in a YouTube channel. It can't be shared publicly because there's confidential stuff. There are people yeah. in those videos that don't want you know, their, their information to be shared with um, just anybody. But what I realized was like, oh my gosh, that, that information, if we could pull from it <laughs> and we can um, utilize what, I, what I've already said for hundreds and thousands of hours, then that's like, that's my social media content. So until I find a person that can go through, like, I don't even know how to tell someone to dig through that information and like make it into social media posts. But I realize I can do that right now. I can have a Q&A session or a coaching session, and then I can share what came up and what was learned or like what the lessons were, what the takeaways were. Yes. Um, and I think I've always known that I could do that, but I held back from doing it because I felt like I didn't want to be salesy. And I also didn't want to share people's information. So I just don't put people's names in that information. If there's something that I feel like would be really identifying, I either don't use it or I ask the person if I can 
right. talk about it and, and just not even include their name, but I asked them first. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've got to be careful about that too, with being healthcare providers, you know, we have to get permission from people oh, yes. before we can yeah. identify. We, I mean, I typically just avo um, avoid or don't advise. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't um, advise Such, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Share anyone's personal information that would be protected by HIPAA. Don't do yes. that. And yep. if you're going to do that, then you've got to get a release signed by that person. Yes. hundred percent. But yeah, lifestyle marketing is, is a component of one of my courses and um, it kind of freaks people out <laughs> because they're like, oh, I have to take a picture of myself. Mm, oh. Well, you don't have to. Yes. You have to be a good documenter. Like we say, that if you're a small business owner, then you're automatically a marketer. Well, like, be a documenter. Just people want to see really what you are doing day to day. If you're unboxing a new supplement, take a picture, tell mm -hmm. them about the supplement. Um, and it's just like, it's <laughs> chances are you are going through your feed and appreciating the same things. You're appreciating what other chiropractors or other moms are saying are working for them. And this is just a great opportunity to do it when you're, you know, your day-to-day -day stuff at the office. Makes perfect sense, really. It's just um, living life out loud. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I want our listeners to have a, a, a concise takeaway for them. We, you and I had talked about how they can create their social media content for a month in one hour. Yes. How do they do that? You pick a theme and you imagine that you are sitting down with your client and telling them everything you want them to know before they go out of that door. Um, so if it's, if it's postpartum, tell them your favorite book you want them to read. Tell them your favorite recipe that is good for healing. Tell them what kind of essential oils they should use. Uh, tell them your favorite local postpartum doula. And then you write it down. And that sounds too easy. <laughs> then, you, then if that's too easy, then, uh, then maybe you could... Uh, hire someone outsource it and have them uh you know come up with the questions for you for an even easier step yeah how do you know not you specifically erica like how do our listeners know when it's time to get support when it's time to hire someone like you to, to help them with their social media if you've tried time and time again if you if it's your been your new year's you know, resolution goal for several years to be consistent on social media. It's time just to bring on a team member and just, you know, have them help you be consistent, show you the ropes, and then reevaluate after three or six months. See if, you know, you've learned enough, if you have enough content and you feel like you've been equipped well enough to do it on your own. If not, if it's valuable to you, keep it on. People pay for a lot lesser things than giving you, you know, three posts a week to make you consistent. Yeah. And side note, you hit on this before, but I want to make sure that people hear this really clearly. You mentioned creating content for six months and then repurposing it. Yes. That's a real thing. And, and every time I talk with someone about that, they're like, yeah, but, but I already posted that. And I'm like, it's okay. It's really okay. It's, it's part of your brand. You don't want to, 
to come up with new topics all the time because new topics take you off brand eventually. Exactly, exactly. And people say, well, it's like beating a dead horse. Well, your horse is not dead. Your horse is up and going and they need just, you know, a little, a little heel hit, you know, to keep going. That's how, that's how it goes. And people, you know, what is it like, uh, how many times do people have to hear things before they remember? It's just ridiculous. I think it's like seven to 70,000. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I'm it, totally exaggerating, but yep. I mean, it can be a lot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So, um, I mean, yeah, you make it sound so simple. Creating a month worth of content is like, you can do it in one hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Anything else that you want to share with our listeners before we wrap this up? I would just say that um, if you're struggling with the vulnerability and just not wanting to put yourself out there, um, assume, start assuming that people want to hear from you. You are not forcing yourself into their news feeds. Um, they are there out of choice. So, um, you know, don't, don't be self-conscious. You, you do, they need this holistic approach, um, to health and to life and the realness that you can offer them. So give it to them. They want, they want it. Perfect. All right. If someone wants to connect with you and learn more about what you do, where is the best place for them to go? My website would be wonderful. It is ericahofferdesign.com. There's a contact me form at the bottom and I would be happy to chat and schedule a discovery call. Awesome. Okay. So we'll be sure to put that into the show notes on our website. You can scroll down if you're listening on the website click the link to Erica's website. If you're listening on a mobile device, oh, it depends on what kind of device you're on. You might have to tap the screen to make the show notes appear and all the clickable links are there. All right, Erica, thank you so much for um, hanging out with me today and having this fun conversation about marketing and making social media easy. Thanks, Danielle. It was my pleasure. Do you want to make more money without squeezing more patients or clients onto your schedule? If that's you, be sure to take my free class. In it, you'll learn how to bring leveraged income into your practice so you can work less, live more, and help more people than ever before. You can get signed up by going to drdanielleaton.com and click free.